How are you? And welcome to Paddy Irishman, Paddy Englishman. A podcast where we pick a topic, research it, discuss it and have a laugh along the way. So sit your arse down, have a Guinness ready and join in on the crack with us too. Enjoy. How are you? And welcome to Paddy Irishman, Paddy Englishman. A podcast where we pick a topic, research it, discuss it and have a laugh along the way. So sit your arse down, have a Guinness ready and join in on the crack with us too. Enjoy. Yeah. Go on. Well, but what was your first memory of cannabis? That I think that'd be a good point to start off on. Interesting. Okay. Um, I I'd say my I, I got into like I was very innocent. I think in my teen years, um, I don't think I actually even really kind of acknowledged what weed was until I was maybe in like fifth or sixth year. So that'd be like fifteen yeah. or sixteen, because I remember yeah. I, I was chatting to one of my mates. And he was saying, haha, the, like we were in the back of the classroom and they were all laughing, taking the piss. And I was like, just the boys are fierce lively today, aren't they? And he was like, ah, yeah, sure, they were all smoking. At, they were all smoking at lunchtime. I was like, <laughs> and I was like, cigarettes make you laugh. And that's really weird. I don't, I don't get that. And then he was like, what? what? No, you, you fucking idiot. Like, and then he told me what it was. And I was like, oh. So I think that was when I first kind of acknowledged, I was like, what like people in little in, in this little village they, they do they smoke weed i was so confused yeah I, I love that though as well the boys seem lively <laughs> yeah, i was like just boys are having great crack back there i wonder what they're laughing about i'd love to get involved in that <laughs> when i pass a note i think i might pass a note <laughs> that's it sure it was me thinking that's the, the fucking one of them said something funny about the teacher or something like <laughs> pure innocent well, boy yeah that's it pure innocence so I think that was my I think that was like that That could have been even six year like I could have been like I was I was young in six year but I think I was still 16 yeah when 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 like I kind of even first started to understand what the fuck weed was yeah what about yourself well I suppose like the the first kind of um like unlike like you, you've kind of said your first experience with it my first experience with it would be uh, I was staying in like um, a friend's house, um, and his older brother um, was smoking it with, with my friend. Now I was like, this was when I was about fourteen, maybe, okay. and um, and they were like, I was like, this is the first. I I I asked to hold it because like I've seen it on the movies, like in the film, so many times. Can I just hold it and smell it? And um, so I was just like holding it and smelling it, and they're like, "Can, can we? We need this to roll. Like you're you're mauling it now at this rate." It's like, yeah. <laughs> kind of fucking weird. <laughs> oh, so you, oh, like you weren't holding the joint. Like you were literally just holding the weed, like I was, in your hand, like holding the bud. I was holding the bud. Just testing out how sticky it was. Yeah, and I was like, I did. I actually, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't realize how sticky it would actually be. And when mm. I gave it back to him, it was still so sticky on my hand. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and uh, he t- he turned around to me and he was like, "It's your first time holding it. It's your first time seeing it, smelling it. Is this going to be the one? Is this going to be the time you're going to try it?" And I I just turned around. I was like, "No, no, I don't think I'm yeah. okay. I don't. Oh, man, I, like... What if my dad finds out?" <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I would have been I would have been terrified at like I was two years older than you, and I would have been terrified at sixteen, like let alone at fourteen. Fuck that. Not a chance. Yeah. 
But um, what about your first time actually smoking weed? Um, I or even like, I suppose you can eat it now these days now, can't you? Yeah, well, Jesus, we weren't eating it back where we were. Yeah. Back where we were, fucking hell! If you got, hatched. oh my god, um, I'd say, jeez, man, I think I could have been in college when I first. Really? I think so. I think I was. Yeah. I think I was in second year of college when I first smoked. That's, like that's was, pretty late, though. Like, what? That's, are you that's very 18, late. I would have been. I, yeah, I would have been. I would have been eighteen when I first smoked. Yeah. I was very. But even at that, like, I was late drinking for an Irishman as well. Like, I was sixteen when I started drinking, so I was just kind of late to it. Late to it yeah. all. Late to it. <laughs> late to it all. Late to it. Late, late to it all. Social watch checked. What? You need to get your social watch My, checked. Oh yeah, mate. Legit. Like I was. Well, I'm grand now. Like I'm. I'm an adult now. Um, yeah, I'm, you're I'm on well it. past. You're yeah, I'm on it now. <laughs> right, come on. When was your first time uh, smoking? Um, so the same, the same kind of two lads that I was with um, when I was like 14. I was with um, the younger brother. Like we were really good friends um, yeah. growing up and stuff. Um, and there's like, do, do you know um, the the primary school in the village we're from? Yes. There's like a, a there's like a a shed down at the bottom of it. Yes. We smoked. And, um, my dad, um, we I smoked it out of a pipe for the first time, and um, it was real bitter coming out of the pipe. I'm not sh- I'm not sure why. I ha- I don't even think I've smoked out of a pipe since. Um, That's very but interesting. But my dad was like, <laughs> yeah, my dad was t- teaching guitar lessons at the exact same time, and. Um, so, like, in the school, so after we smoked, we went down to the GEA pitch and we were just running like mad. We were mad men. <laughs> like, not, like it wasn't as if we were, like, hyper or anything. I suppose more giddiness. Yeah, That was yeah, it, yeah. really. Yeah. It was just giddiness. And he was, like, everything so much brighter and funnier. And I was just, like, <laughs> I just feel a bit dizzy and light. <laughs> that was what? literally it. What age would you have been? 15, 16? I was 16. Ah, okay. Yeah, you were way earlier than I was to the game. Yeah, I was 16. But uh, all the way through college and kind of since, well, once I turned like 17, 18, um, I kind of was, uh, you know, I I was smoking very often. I I suppose (laughs) that's something we can come to a little bit later as well with personal experiences. um, Yeah, yeah. True. When we talk about like attitudes and stuff as well. So yes, um, yeah, correct. Sure, sure. We'll um, we'll do a bit on history, I suppose. Will we? Do a bit yeah, go on. Inform, do a bit of informative um, podcasting, I guess. Yeah. Everyone, get your pens and papers out. That's it, lads. Prepare for there'll be an exam at the end. So, uh, are you ready? Yeah, this is going to be. <clears throat> so, just uh, a little bit. We both did a lot of research on this. Um, I actually find this subject very, very uh, interesting. Yeah. So I was yeah, quite. Yeah. I was, quite excited into it and then um, just before i say and i've like got all this information from actual sources so it's i've got from like history.com you know like the history channel i've got a lot from that got, oh, yeah, um, I, some, yeah, that, that's cool. yeah i got some bits from rte.ie i got some from the journal so i've i've some actual sources yeah. as know all um wikipedia and cannabis lover 69's website you know what i mean <laughs> 
<laughs> cannabis lover, <laughs> cannabis lover, twenty. I believe you. Mean. Yeah, I don't know why you said that was such an obvious thing to go for, and I fucked it. Yeah, you you fumbled that one, Jerry. Well done. Did, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm out. Peace out. Peace, lads. Talk to us again. Bye. That, that's it for today, guys. Bye bye. Uh, okay, so uh, weed was or cannabis, marijuana, whatever you want to say. We'll just probably say weed, just that stick with one term because I've from all the different sources, I've like four or five different terms all throughout my notes here but it was likely yeah. first used in asia uh, around 500 bc as medicine uh, there was burned yeah. there has been burned cannabis seeds found in the graves of shamans in china and siberia from as early also as 500 bc there is evidence that ancient cultures knew about the psychoactive properties of cannabis and they grew stronger thc strains for religious ceremonies yeah um it, early oh, american Go on. Just to ask a question on that, um, is that um, the higher strains? Does that kind of mean like it's um, the the bigger the ritual, I suppose? Um, potentially, I don't know. Like, because obviously, I doubt they had as many strains as we have nowadays. I'd say, mm. I'd say yeah. it was like they were they were fairly limited in the natural strains that just happened to grow around them. But I mean, just in terms of. Um, in terms of, um, like you, you understand it, like the dip, like how THC works, don't you? Um, yeah, f- f- like roughly. like the, the yeah, like the higher percentage of THC in, yeah. in plants. Yeah, that's yeah. obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. So I suppose it probably could have been like how, how like the importance of the ceremony could have been, or maybe did even different strains, you know, for like how there's um, indica and sativa they potentially even figured out themselves that one strain is better for weddings and one could have been better for funerals. Who knows? Who knows? They, um, they obviously don't have that, that much in-depth information on it. Yeah. That's what, that's what I was thinking. Um, they just, had, they just had maybe had like different ones for different vibes, you know? I mean, I think it, it would definitely make sense. Maybe it would be really sick if it just like, if they could figure it out, but I, I don't think there's any way for them to know, you know, that deep on the information. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially um, when they're all burnt and quite like thousands of years old. Sorry, go on. Yeah, that's it exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, early American colonists grew marijuana for hemp and for a food source. So uh, hemp is the fibers of a, the marijuana yeah. plant can be taken out to create textiles, raw paper, sails, shit like this. And it's yeah. only considered hemp if it has less than 0.3% THC. Boom. There you are. And it was actually, there was an act passed in 1619 requiring farmers in Virginia, Massachusetts, and Connecticut to yeah. grow hemp. So it became law that they actually had to grow hemp for it to be used for yeah. whatever, for creating clothes, is, rope, whatever. Is hemp legal now in the States? Or is it just um, anything above 0.3 THC? Actually, I did not research that. I'm not sure because I know, I, I know for Ireland... It is. I know in Ireland, it's like yeah. CBD, CBD is legal. CBD is the one of the other um, chemicals in the weed yeah. plant, and that, yeah, that like, gives you the um, yeah. It's kind of like the comforting part of it. The THC is a psychoactive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not actually sure. I didn't actually research that in terms of America. I'm not sure if it is like if you can just walk into a shop and buy CBD. But based on how strict their laws are, I would imagine you just can't just purely because of how strict their laws are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was saying to my partner that um, every time 
something major happens in history, there's always an Irish person in it. Yes, exactly, yeah. This I was blown away. I was blown away by this as well. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, because we talk about this all the time. We say, like, no matter where you go, no matter what, you're going to see a big Irish head smiling, being stupid in the middle of it, no matter where you are. <laughs> no matter where yeah. you are, you're, you're going to see an Irish person. It's just we've just we're a nation that has always emigrated, left the country, went other places yeah. for for potentials of a career. And it happened again. Yeah. It was a it was a massive thing in the history of weed, of cannabis. Yeah. There was an Irish physician called Sir William Brooke O'Shaughnessy, who was also known as the father of modern day cannabis therapeutics. He was born in Limerick. <laughs> he was born in Limerick. I didn't, he... I, didn't know he was born... I didn't know he was from Limerick. Yeah, he was born in Limerick and he studied in, I think it was Trinity for a bit. Then he went to uh, London and studied for a bit. And then he went to India. While in India, he noticed the people were smoking this plant. They were using it a lot for medicinal purposes. So he decided to dive into that a bit. And he found through little um, experiments, he started with little experiments on dogs, right? So he'd give it to the dogs. On dogs, on dogs he'd give it to the dogs. He'd, I think he'd put it into food for the dogs to eat because obviously a dog's not going to sit up with a giant and have a smoke. <laughs> and... <laughs> Do you know, like, all the dogs who are sitting around the table playing poker, but instead of cigarettes, yeah. they're all just smoking a joint, and instead of playing poker, it's just PlayStation with a load of, like, <laughs> trays of food. Of that's it. Chums. That's it. So in case anyone is interested, that's what happened in India in uh, the 1800s. <laughs> 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 so um, he, he started with this on, this just experimenting on dogs, and he noticed that they'd depending on which one he gave them, they'd get like a bit sleepy or they'd sleep for a little bit, wake up, they'd eat a load, go back asleep, or else they'd just kind of walk around a bit stumbly. And he was like, what is the crack with this? So he brought yeah. all his informa- he brought his information back. And what really helped him get proof that this is work would work is he treated an, an infant who was suffering from serious, previously untreatable epilepsy using a cannabis tincture. Yeah. A tincture is, um, yeah. it's, it's, it's basically, it's like the oil mixed with an alcohol-based thing. And it's, and um, oil, it's, it's, oil mixed with an alcohol. Yeah, I, 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 no, I tried to look into it and I couldn't understand it for the life of me. So I was like, look, I'll just say okay. it's, it's this. But yeah. it's, it's, it's far stronger. And um, I think it's like, if, if you take, like, if you use it through a tincture, you can be high for like six hours as opposed to like two hours or whatever from a joint. Yeah. So he gave this to a little child who was suffering from terrible epilepsy and it helped her. And then it started being used widely throughout uh, Europe and the US in medical practices. A fucking Irishman, of could, course. Why wouldn't there be a fucking could you imagine though? Could you imagine, though, being that fella and you've been like testing this crack on dogs, right? Not crack, you're testing this weed <laughs> on dogs. And uh, they're falling around the place, they're stumbling and they're eating... And, you know, you see all this kind of going on and there's a child there with incurable epilepsy and you're like, I think this could do the trick. Right, well, I would imagine this... his thinking was was the child apparently just couldn't sleep. That's how bad it was. So he was like, right, well, let's put the dogs to sleep. It might put her to sleep. Yeah. I'd imagine that was his thinking. 
Yeah, dogs, a child with epilepsy. There's not much difference between nah, the, the, the two. <laughs> basically, basically the fucking same thing, to be honest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, like, could you just imagine the balls he would have had to have to go? Oh, if this didn't work, I've just, I've just fucked up a kid with epilepsy even more. <laughs> you know, I mean, to be fair, he didn't just do it because, like, you know, he um, he asked parents, the parents' permission. He showed them his research. And then they yeah. were like, okay, look, it's our only, it's our only option. Because yeah. I was like, I was like assuming that like in the 1830s, like there wasn't much humane stuff going. I'm surprised he asked the, like the parents permission. Do you know? That's very true. Yeah, that's very true. There was some back real dodgy then, practices. Yeah, real dodgy practices back in them days. Yeah, back in them days, that child could have been like on the street and, you know, he could have just picked her up, ran off into his lab for science, and it was fine. It was perfectly fine. He did it for science. I mean, based yeah. on what based on what we know about that time, if the weed wasn't working, his next fucking experiment was probably going to be heroin. So, I mean, yes, that's that's hell. something like I haven't researched on, but um, the difference between opioids and weed as well is 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 really really um. There's a big jump there between like addiction and um gateways and stuff like that but that's i think that's a story for another day definitely yeah I, we can I talk have, about I, some yeah i have no no research at all looked into that now so i couldn't couldn't even try argue a point yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, um so yeah, when, so when yeah. it was in when it was in the u.s um it was like recreational up until like the 1930s but before that People were genuinely just smoking it on the street like they would a cigarette. Um, mm. I think it was like, um, from the research that I got, it was like Mexicans that were fleeing yeah. the revolution. It was like a Mexican revolution at the time. Yes. Um, Mexicans were fleeing um, the, the the country, coming up into the US. And that's what brought it into the into like US culture. Yes, um, correct, yeah. And the, ter- the term marijuana is like from that, Grass is greener documentary. Great documentary. Would recommend it to to anybody. Yeah, very um, good documentary. Yeah, they were saying that. Um, oh, sh- Jerry, you put me on to that. Thank you very much. Um, they found that marijuana was a term that was created to um, create propaganda as well, wasn't it? Against the Mexicans. So marijuana, it was a relate, like kind of a way to relate weed um, to Mexicans as well. From from yes. what I from what from what they said, um, and that you know kind of developed like a propaganda and like a you and us situation between um, the predominantly white Americans and yeah. um, you know the fleeing Mexicans as well. Yeah, like what I found for like the reason behind like even that was because um, like like you were saying it was grand it was smoked on the street, but then when the Great Depression happened this stoked resentment of the Mexican immigrants because it was, you know, yeah, because when the Great Depression happens, everyone's going through shit, they're going through hard times. And when everyone's going through hard times, they target their anger, their annoyance, whatever, at whoever's different. And they were thinking, oh, the Mexicans are different. They're coming in, they're taking whatever few jobs are available, fuck them. And then because they were very associated with this, the marijuana plant, and um, bringing that into the American culture, the resentment towards yeah. the Mexican people then in turn just happened to associate with weed as well. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Um, and 
go with the, who who was the guy that um introduced um the the legislation um I, I can't think of his name it was on the grass is greener as well um uh, I, I'm not sure yeah i can't think of it but uh, because of this one guy the reason why cannabis is illegal in a, or weed is illegal in um the states is because or because of this guy um he pushed in congress um a bill that would that that would um what was it that would legalize cannabis in all of the 50 all of the states at the time i think it was the 52 states still at the time okay. um and they were it was all illegal by like the 1930s i think 37 yeah, it was um, like by 31, 29 states had outlawed it, but then by 37, they actually brought in laws about like actually not being allowed to smoke it. Yeah, yeah. And and for what at the end of the day? Like it's all um, it's all a bit of fun. At the end. Yeah, like it's yeah, but see, it's hard not to, it's hard not to say, to say the R word, isn't it? It's hard R not word. to put it all down to racism. Oh, yeah. I was like, "What? What R word are you talking about here?" <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there is yeah. there is a lot of racial tension that that was tied, especially in that time in the states. There's a lot yeah. of like racial ties to marijuana. Like I said, the the term marijuana was um, put from um, white Americans to yeah. Mexicans to uh, propaganda and tied them to the plant. Then yeah, exactly. once it was once it was made illegal and um, you know that these these you know immigrants fleeing a war um, were tied to it. It just gave um, other Americans in the Great Depression a reason to um, point the finger more so, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like they were they were angry, they were upset with what they were going on with, like what was happening in their lives. So they just wanted to vent frustration, vent anger, get it out, and they targeted. Blame it on someone else. Yeah, blame it on someone else. So they tar- seemed to target these, these this culture. And um, yeah. weed was obviously, cannabis was a part of that culture. So it just kind of, and it was also, I found that um, after the prohibition, so like prohibition on alcohol that had ended, the, um, yeah. you know, the fucking, the uppity, rich, white bureaucrats, they decided to look yeah. at another target. And that's why weed was being targeted as well. But again, it's, oh. hard not to, it's hard not to in turn relate that to racism because suppression of weed and yeah. suppression of cannabis, that's a suppression of black and Hispanic cultures and of people. Yeah, I w- that'll be interesting because obviously in 20 years, I think that cannabis is going to be legal in Ireland, even though, um, even in the UK where I live, I, I think cannabis is going to be legal. So from what you were saying with the prohibition, on, uh, is, that, is that what it is, the prohibition? Yeah, prohibition, yeah. The prohibition on alcohol, yeah. um, that was... Uh, alcohol was made legal then so it became the prohibition against weed i wonder yeah. what it's going to be in the next 20 years then what's going to be the prohibition i mean i i alcohol won't be got rid of again like so it won't be alcohol yeah um, i like I, cigarettes no i don't think it will because big tobacco is far too powerful in america and if america yeah. aren't the ones to first ban it like no one else will like it's not like ireland are going to be the first to do it do you know what i mean no way, no way. Like, that's like, so what I mean. I'd like that, but it, it won't happen. No, like, that's it. Like, even even weed becoming legal, cannabis becoming legal, it will happen, obviously, but it won't happen anywhere until America does it because they were the originators of banning it. 
So it's kind of like people are like waiting for their kind of go ahead. Like, like I mean, in Ireland and the UK, Ireland especially, yeah. because Ireland, we, we kind of get everything we do from either the UK or the US, you know, we're like, yeah. we're like the little brother, you know what I mean? In, in the Western society, yeah. we don't do anything for us. We kind of follow, follow the rules of the others. Yeah. And that's what goes on to, I suppose, history in Ireland as well. Um, yeah. you, I remember, like we would, I was talking to you over Instagram and stuff like that, and you said that um, the kind of propaganda and the legislation that was um, announced in America at the time affected Irish um, Irish law and legislation as well. Yeah. Um, okay. Like, there's no, I, I didn't find any actual evidence of this this is just how i like my opinion of it because i couldn't find that okay. back in it i couldn't find anything back in it or disputing it it would make so, sense because at the time de valera would have been the president and and just for anybody who doesn't know who de valera is he's the um he was the irish t-shock at the time or the prime minister or president yeah uh, and he he was part american as well wasn't he so it, it would it yeah. would make sense for that yeah see that's it so like Okay, so obviously all this um, kind of this, this bad mentality towards the Mexican people, which then in turn went towards weed, this was all going on in America during the 20s, okay? Uh-huh. Then by 31, like we were saying, 29 states in the US had it outlawed, okay? Ireland yeah. actually introduced the, the act first. So we introduced it before America. We introduced it in 34, and America introduced it in 37. Oh. Okay, so we, we okay. did it first. But I don't believe that was on our own accord. I think that was because there was growing fears in America um, because we get everything from America, all our, new, all, like, all our main news, all our main media, that yeah. kind of trickled its way into the Irish society. And then we were like, oh, fuck. If the, if, if the big boys over in America are scared of this, oh, fuck, what the fuck could it be doing to us, us little paddies over here? We need to get rid of this. Yeah. So we, yeah. but we actually produced the act first and like let it through got it into legislation first but i put that down to as well the fact that it's far easier to get legislation through ireland than it is through america so yeah. like i said even uh, though there's no there's no actual links there's no actual evidence stating this that's just my opinion i could be 100 percent wrong we actually could have been the first to do it but I, I i don't believe we have the fucking sense to ban something that we had no no real fucking information on and you know it's not like we had a culture of hatred towards the Mexican people, why, why the fuck would we? Mm. So we just had this plant, and we were like, oh, this plant makes me feel good. Class. You know, why would we ban that unless we were getting this, this extra kind of information, this extra propaganda? That's, that's my opinion. Like I said, I could be 100% wrong. I could be off the mark, but I don't know. Yeah, but it's, it's an educated guess, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like it just, like, one on one equals two. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like, but the the thing that was kind of weird about that when I was kind of researching history in Ireland, like Queen Elizabeth the First, it who, yes. who was like, um, was it wasn't he she Henry the Eighth's daughter, like back in the sixteen hundreds, and co- like in British history, man, having a fucking notion. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's the case, but um, fair. She, she um, do, do you know like Mary Borough? That's like Port Leash. Yeah. Yeah. Was, no, that was Queen Mary. Oh, never mind. But um, that's that's our sister. <laughs> that was Lair. That but, was um, Lair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Queen Elizabeth I encouraged hemp growth in Ireland. Yes. And I mean, yes, by hemp growth, I mean, I mean, by hemp growth, I encouraged, I mean that 
the the English settlers over here had Irish slaves to grow and cultivate the the hemp as well. So yes. hemp was very much, um, you know, cannabis and hemp was very much something that was in Irish history, which I didn't know about. No, Mayor, um, hang on, know. mate. I'm going to take that, what you just said, one step further, because I'm not sure if you have it there. But Okay, go on. So in terms of she would encourage, um, like, you know, like you were saying, so the, the plantations had Irish slaves doing the growing and the, um, the gardening, in a sense, okay? But she also encouraged Irish farmers on a whole to grow more hemp. Now, oh, when wow. I say encour- okay. Yeah, when, when I say encouraged, I mean she would get her police or whatever the fuck you want to say, the English people who had occupied Ireland, they would go to the farms and confiscate all of the wool off the farmers. So now the farmers are losing all their wool, so they can't be making clothes. The only other option for them is to grow hemp, which they can make clothes from, okay? Wow. The Brits, yes. The Brits would then take quite a good bit of this hemp that they were making, okay? This hemp would then be used to make sails for their boats so they could go colonize other places, but the most fucked up thing about it is that hemp would also be used and turned into rope. That rope would then be used to hang Irish rebels. So what it all Queen comes Elizabeth, full circle, don't it? It's the circle what, of life, isn't what it? Queen, what Queen Elizabeth was doing, she was forcing farmers to grow hemp and that hemp was turned into rope and that rope would be killing that farmer's brother down the road. <laughs> poor, old, the fucking, poor old John Joe. Brothers only there making our hemp there for the old clothes and the sails, but then all of a sudden he's being hung from the same hemp. <laughs> Poor the old fucking, John Joe. Man, the fucking Brits are never not at it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> They're always causing shite somewhere. <laughs> the fucking Brits are something else. Holy <laughs> fuck. I couldn't believe it. When I read that, I was actually gobsmacked. I was just like, wow, that's. Yeah. Actually unbelievable. I didn't know that now. That was really interesting. Yeah. That was really interesting. Um, A few years down the line, though, in like the 1800s, George Sigerson, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that name right, um, but he turned around and said, stop using this as a a term of, of oppression. Like, stop growing hemp because you're told to do it. Grow hemp, grow more hemp, and sell it on for yourself. Use it as... What, what's the quote I have here? It says, cannabiculture in Ireland, it's profit and possibility. So what he was saying was that cannabis in Ireland, cannabis growth in Ireland and cultivation in Ireland was something that could give you a better life for you and your family. Interesting. Was he, was he yeah. an Irish activist? Was he British? Who was he? I, I've not on this man. Um, I feel like the, I feel like he was Irish. The sense of the article that I was getting was he was very much, um, nice. you know, f- f- Irish freedom sort of thing. Uh, I could yeah, be yeah. completely wrong again. Yeah. Well, I, but, like um, I thought that was in- information. Yeah, I thought that was interesting now um, because yeah, that is. For, for to use um, j- just as one point is that there is always some sort of rebellion between the Irish and the English. Um, yeah, but so one thing that you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One one thing that you don't hear much of is cannabis being used for a rebellion, if you know what I mean. Yeah, not it's a used, true, yeah. It's used to protest, sure, but kind of her, like hemp being grown in a way to say, fuck you, I'm going to make my own money. Uh, I thought that was a very interesting point as well. 
Yeah, yeah. Family. Would so so were the people like he was encouraging the people to actually you know grow the hemp, sell it for themselves, make money. Was this money I assume then put into, uh, I suppose, buying materials for the rebellion? I'd imagine it was. I don't know if you have any information on that. Yeah, but I just I'd, I'd assume so. so. Yeah. I, yeah, I'd imagine so. Interesting. Yeah, I, Interesting. I, I didn't. I didn't have much on that, but I, I, I'd imagine so because that would make sense. Because around that time, it was around the eighteen fifties, sixties, seventies. That was that would have been just as you know. Um, like I know the nineteen sixteen rebellion was way down the line, but it would have been. Yeah. That was when it started to bubble. Do you know? Like there was yes. obviously yeah, yeah. other rebellions in the past, but that was something when it, it was getting a bit serious. Oh, okay, I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah, interesting. There we are. There's um, that's the majority of my history. Um, you know, I've got um, I've got a few bits in history in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Um, so in 1934, the Dangerous Drug Act came out. Um, like we were talking about before, it was before the US announced their prohibition of it of cannabis. Mm-hmm. So on paper, we done it first. Yes. Um, and that banned all cannabis plants. Um, and even resins as well. And then because, because this is the quote that was used, um, cannabis use in Ireland was so rampant that in 1968, the Working Party on Drug Abuse was created. And that was like to give harsh fines. Um, it was set up to proper crack down on the use of cannabis in Ireland, like smoking it recreationally. Like again, even though it was Dangerous Drug Act in 1934, people like in the US before the 1900s were smoking it on the street. <laughs> you know, I think, I, I do think it's funny, you know, because they, I saw that in college, you know, for the first time, like, oh my God, there's there's smoking on the street and it's yeah. three o'clock in the day. Like who yeah. does that? But they've been doing it for years. They've <laughs> been doing it yes. for over a yeah. century. Do you it's know? mad. Like, um, and then... actually, I, I I do have something on that report. They actually recommended that against prison time for people with a small yeah. amount for personal use, and I think that's why people were so because that's still the case today. Like, if you get caught with yeah. a small bit, you're not going to prison. You'll get a, a fine. So maybe it was the same back then, or I assume it was the same. So people were like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll take a fine, a slap on the wrist for the off chance I get caught. It's not like I'm going to jail, like. Yeah, yeah, like the, that's um, there's like stuff about that um, a little bit, but we could just talk about that now, real quick. So the first fine is like up to one thousand two hundred and seventy yes. euro. Mm-hmm. Um, the second fine is two thousand five hundred and forty euro, and then the third offence is up to like a twelve month prison sentence. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. So and then, like, um, if that... if you're selling, you can get a two thousand five hundred fine. And the possibility of a year in yeah. prison. I think on. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's first offence. I think it could be maybe third. I'm not sure. Or is it first? I'm not actually sure. On yeah. Well, I, I assume that if you're growing it, um, I think it has to be over thirteen thousand euro, isn't it? No, no. Of a market if, if it, value. Yeah, but no, that's that's a minimum of ten years. That's a like that's a high oh. crime. Like, like if I was just selling oh, wow. you like a fucking a small bag, like I think I get like a two like a twenty five hundred fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's your second offence, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't know this. Like, more recently, like, in 1998, um, cannabis was used for medical reasons. So what they'd done was 
Um, they brought through a report saying that cannabis was allowed to be used like under medical circumstances in yeah. in the 90s. Like, you know, like I, I found that so interesting because back then, like early or late 1990s, the, the church had still had a big say in it. Um, yeah, very true. In the very world. true. So I was really surprised in that. And then come 2002 and 2003, hospices were allowed to use it. Yeah. And um, so there's like medical trials and stuff like that. And yeah. out of that, came uh nabix nabiximals i think they're called um yeah so they're they're we are cannabis based um medicines so one of them is called like sativex or sativex um, and yeah. so that's used for like ms symptoms of like muscle stiffness and spasms um, yeah. and it's like an oral spray um and he, just like 2014 it's openly prescribed now um for for people who have ms epilepsy um forms of cancer but i think it's cool knowing that in the 90 1998 that ireland was liberal enough to realize that this does have medical properties and this yeah, is something that people yeah, people should. Yeah, push that's very true. Yeah, forward. especially considering, like you were saying, like about the fact that the church had such a massive grip on Irish society at the time. Like up until very, very recently. Yes, very, very recently. recently. Yeah. I would even consider as recently as up until the point. Do you know where they found the babies under the septic tank? Like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it was. I think it was kind of that point when it all changed. But again. This is a this is a story for a, another day. Yeah, that might be another one. I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to do that one. I think I'd get too angry. Yeah, I, I'd I'd get so frustrated. I get so yeah. wound up. Yeah. yeah, but um, but yeah, and then um, Simon Harris signed a legislation in 2019 called the Medical Cannabis Access Program. It's a five-year legislation that he signed in, which makes it easier for people suffering from, like you said, epilepsy, multiple sclerosis, and cancer yeah, that, to get their that, hands on it. That's just a trial, though, isn't it, at the moment? And there's there's yeah, a yeah. TD called Reno Kenny who's really pushing for that as well. Yeah, but that was signed in 20, 2019 for five years. So even if it's just a trial, it's still in place until 2024. So so from the day it was signed, it was like, that's the five years? Or is yes, it like... I believe so. Come like 2020, it's got to be five years? Oh, I'm not sure on that. that I'm not sure yeah, on, I'm not, on I'm, the actual day. I'm not sure but, it's in, it's in for another few years anyway, which is fantastic. Like, if you're not going to make cannabis legal for recreational use because of whatever your leanings are, okay, whatever. But I don't like. There's no reason not to have it available for medicinal purposes. Not at all. Nothing at all. There's no. Nothing. There's genuinely no reason why cannabis is not openly prescribed worldwide. There is no excuse for it, in my opinion. No, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. Because it's just it's it's been used throughout history for like since five hundred BC. It's been used as medicine. That's all we know of. It's probably been used before that as well. Yeah, as medicine. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we're like, nah, we're too good for that. We're too good for your fucking history of medicine. Get the fuck. Yeah, yeah. What? And just before we take like our step into kind of like um, today's history and uh, today's yeah. situation around cannabis and like the attitudes and stuff. You had a bit that was tied into like racial points of view, uh, like racial um, views with cannabis against different okay. cultures in the states, right? Yeah, yeah. What did you, what did you get on that? 
like I didn't get a massive amount on it. It's just it's in general like it was like what we've already spoken about is the fact that it was linked to because of the um the Great Depression, it was linked very much to resentment of the yeah. Mexican community. And then um in turn it became a big thing in the American jazz, yeah, jazz culture, yeah. which was obviously among yeah. black people. And I think it was extra yeah. it was extra as people like People, man, America, like, right, I don't want to get too far into racism because at the end of the day, I'm a very, very privileged white man from Ireland. I don't think it's my place to speak on behalf of yeah. people who have been, you know, who, who have gone through shit like this. But just just from a broad point of view, uh, anyone who says it isn't racially motivated honestly needs to get their oh, fucking head, needs yeah, to get their like, head like out a, their fucking arse. Like. like we said, like we said, Marijuana was a term that was made by U.S. Co- congressmen, uh, like um, senators, congressmen, politicians, um, to use to tie it to the Mexicans, the Mexicans yeah. coming in fleeing a war. So yeah. marijuana was the, the term marijuana was created out of thin air to relate it to Mexicans. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, like- yeah, yeah. It's kind of fucked up. Like I have, I have more bits kind of just in terms of you know fucking Reagan's nineteen eighties war on drugs, uh, his tree structure out bullshit policy. Like, yeah, I feel like like I don't want to get too much into that. I did a small bit of research on it, and I know a bit on it myself, but I don't want to get too much yeah. into it because then it's kind of getting more into the prison system in America, which yeah. is obviously well, also just... go on. Just one example of just that quickly, just to kind of uh, just to kind of like summarize it a little bit. There, just going on about that three strike rule, there was that that gentleman in I can't remember what state it was who got fourteen years for um, carrying cannabis, uh, carrying weed that was enough for two joints, and he got yeah, fourteen yeah. years. Yeah, correct. For, he, yeah. What is it? He, he served eight of them. His sister. Yeah was going to pick him up from the prison on his release date and the people at the prison told him, oh no, he's going to court to get his actual sentence. And then he was given, I think he served like five years at the time, three or three or three to five years at the time. And yeah. then they said, no, you have to serve the minimum sentence, which was, I think it was 13 years, but they gave him 14 years and something months. Yeah. See, like, like, how can you say that that is not racially motivated? It's, it's, but like I said, yeah. we, we, and you know. Yeah, that I was going to say, the thing was, he was already charged to five years and the district attorney, which is like, so you have your judge and then you have district attorney, which is higher. Um, yeah. He turned around and gave him the 14 month sentence. So initially he was only supposed to serve five years. Now, five mm. years for two joints is fucking bullshit. Let's just put that out there yeah. in the first yeah. place. But even the judge was like, you know, that's a bit too far, 14 years for that. So even if yeah. a judge who was like, that's a bit harsh, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think you should, you should, they should take a long look at themselves with, with that kind of three-strike rule because I think that's still today as well. Still it is, yeah, that's, well. that's, that's still the crack. Like, and, um, but like, that's, that's why they have it in place is because that way judges can't kind of get ahead of themselves and be like, okay, this is unfair because along with the three-strikes rule, they have a mandatory sentencing for drugs, so you're, like, no matter what, if you're on your third strike, the judge just kind of has to be like, look, there's nothing I can do. You're getting the minimum sentence, 
which is what, like, like I think you said, 13 years. You know, it's the entire yeah. system needs to be uprooted. But look, I think we'll, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll leave this kind of topic because then it kind of it gets into, you know, the prison system, like I was saying. But for anyone listening yeah, who might be interested, hole. yeah, who might be interested on that, I would highly, highly recommend on Netflix, there's a documentary called, Gra- was it Grass is Greener? Grass, grass is Greener, yeah. Grass is Greener, and it touches a lot more on the history of, uh, of cannabis in America, and then it goes into the racism of the, the rules or the laws, and it goes, yeah. it touches on the prison system. It's, it's a very informative documentary. I would highly, highly and recommend it's, it. It's very, very good. It's funny as fuck in parts as well, isn't it? There's it some is, parts yeah, that I genuinely is. laughed out loud at. Yeah, there are some some more lighthearted, nice moments. It's not like a very. It's not only a tough listen or a tough watch. It's it's also good. Yeah, but yeah, we'll um we'll we'll, um, we'll leave that there now. I think we'll we'll kind of pull away from pull away from that aspect of it, and then yeah. bring it back to where we are, where we are in Ireland. Um, yeah, I suppose it's kind of a weird point of view because you live in Spain at the moment, and I'm living in the yeah. UK. And to talk about yeah. Ireland, it's got it's kind of as though like I feel. A little bit separate, if you know what I mean. Like there's there's like a distance between me and this topic at the moment, but something that yeah. I feel real passionate about still. Yeah, I I I don't think we're too bad considering we're both only left what like seven eight months now. Like we both left around the same time, I think in August, yeah. wasn't it? So like we're we're still we're not too far separate. I get what you're saying, but I think we're kind of all right. I think we're still like fairly connected. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm only yeah. a, I'm only a short flight away. Yeah, exactly, there. yeah, and like we've yeah, plenty well, of pals there. But yeah, I, I I get what you're trying to say. I get what you're saying. Pre- plenty of friends who smoke up as well. So I just want them to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally. I, I want it to be legal for the boys. That's it. That's it. Oh yeah, um, I'll be going so, back there again. So hopefully it does get legal at some point. Yeah, like we we've talked that we've talked about the prison and justice laws. Um, in Ireland as well, which is, you know, fines for your first and second offence and a, a year prison sentence for I mean, your third thinking about it, Thinking about it, it's fairly soft in Ireland for, for uh, yeah, possession. Yeah, of, of course. Realistically. There's, um, there, there is one case, I, like, I was watching a, a quick YouTube video of it, um, of, like, the, the these Americans talking about um, cannabis legislation in Ireland, yeah. which I'm going to I'm going to come back to because there's a real good point on that. But they were talking about uh, there was a case of a gentleman um, who has served four years for carrying cannabis. Now, I'm not sure how much it is. Um, it could have been street value worth of ten thousand. But from the yeah. way he um, from the way he was being described, he was being described as somebody who was able to hold down a job, somebody who was active in the community, active in sports. Uh, and then mm. they gave him a four-year prison sentence. Now, somebody who sounds like like that initially, when I'm thinking of somebody like that, it's just somebody who's using it for personal use. Yeah. So if they are using using it for personal use, and it's a four-year prison sentence for something small, it's ridiculous. How can how can you say that in the same breath? You know that. Um, yeah. You know, he's a good he's a good fella around the farm. You know, I do see him down. I do see him down <laughs> the pub having a few pints. He helps with the local GEA club, but fuck me, he's a dangerous bastard if he's smoking a joint. <laughs> yeah, but see, this is the problem. Like, it's it's similar. Like, because obviously, like we're saying, we basically have the exact same three strikes rule here in Ireland. Like, yeah. And no matter what, if you're on your if you're on your third, 
you know, you're going to get something, even if it's nothing. Like, there, there's no sense to it. There's no sense. Like, I could be caught, like, just happen to be on my turn, and I get caught with a giant, half a giant, quarter of a giant, whatever, and I'm getting a four-year sentence, whatever. Yeah. But the best you part know, about it, though, once it, com- once it comes to a festival, the guards can't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> We're not saying smuggle drugs into a festival. We're not saying that at all. No. We're just no. saying it happens. <laughs> it does, yeah. Not by us. Well, <laughs> yeah, there's some mad boyos who do it, but um, just boyos. to uh, just, uh, just to go to what we were saying um, earlier on with Simon Harris and Gino Kenny, right? So this is the point that I was, I'm just going to go through the the different political positions of it real quick because yeah, the last it, point yeah. I, I think is going to be something that you you might find a little bit interesting, especially when you're moving back. Um, so the the Green Party being the Greens. Just want to legalize yeah. it. They just they just want it all uh, all out there. And um, Fine Gael and Labour don't want weed to be legal at all. And yes. um, Fine Gael believe that it should be used only for medical reasons. And people before profit, who are um, very, they're a small party, I suppose. But you know, you, you do see the odd banner up for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just then, um, no, for when you're not from Ireland, um, Fianna Gael is very right. Um, Greens are a bit left. Fianna Fáil is another one. They actually want it for medical use. They're actually also right, which is why it's a bit surprising that they want it to be available for medical yeah. use. Yeah, but um, yeah, just to give you, you just to give you a general layout. Yeah, they, that, yeah, I should have done that to be fair. But people before profit are very. I don't know. I, I don't know which way left and which way is right anymore. Uh, yeah, they're very, in, in, they're Ireland, very liberal. Yeah, in Ireland there's no difference yeah they're a bit liberal I suppose and people before profit what they've decided to do is put forward a proposal um, that would legalise cannabis in 2021 oh interesting yeah and that, that this um, article came out in December of 2020 and that Gene O'Kenny um, that TD is Headline, not headlining it, but he's leading it. That they, they want yeah. to, um, and there's other politicians like N- Niall Nelligan, who's yes. the founder of Drug Policy Law Reform. Have you got him as well? Yeah. So do you want to talk is, about what he wants to do as well? Oh yeah, he um, he has put forward a very interesting policy or proposal to revolu- to revolutionise cannabis regulation. Uh, his plan aims to completely eliminate the black market and. To provide jobs, so he's basically going to be making weed illegal. Black market dies off, and it's going to provide jobs because it's yeah. going to be made. It's going to be made basically the same as alcohol is. But under this policy, if it's adopted, uh, pharmacies could sell to certified patients, so those under uh, with a medical card, to say that they get weed for medical purposes. And yeah. licensed social clubs could be set up, so you can go. You can become a member of a club. You can go in, show your ID, whatever. And you can smoke weed inside yeah. the club, but you can't take it yeah. out. You can't bring it with you. Uh, yeah. Also under this, adults would be allowed to buy 15 grams a week. I assume that yeah. means from the pharmacies. But regardless yeah. of that, you could cultivate up to six plants at home for personal use without needing a medical license. But my problem with that is, is it's far too progressive. We're nowhere near there yet. Yeah, oh, that's not, that's not going to happen. It, it's no. not going to happen, but it's certainly maybe something could happen, like steps towards it. I think before they do anything, 
full access to medical cannabis, no matter yeah. what it's for. If it's for back pain, knee pain, you don't necessarily have to have epilepsy or MS. Cannabis yeah, should be uh, yes. legal, especially for people who have PTSD. Um, yeah. I think that it could be something that'd be very useful for them as well. So yeah, first I, step that's, first. That's, that's, that's something that I am actually confident could happen because yeah like you were saying Fine Gael and Labour both oppose that fair enough but yeah I think if that Fianna Fáil are for that the Greens are for that and I would imagine uh, Sinn Féin who are kind of more left more left they would probably be for it as well so between those three if 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 it was proposed I feel like they would get the majority and it would go through the problem with getting it legalised for recreational use that's not going to happen that's not going to happen with our current government because no. both Fianna, Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael and Labour all will oppose that and then it just, yeah. it just won't have the majority. But I agree, I think we could be somewhat close to getting medicinal cannabis over the line in the next couple of years. Yeah, definitely, without a shadow of a doubt. And I, I can't remember if you said it, but what really excites me about that, if just for argument's sake, in an ideal world, this went through. Uh, weed was completely legal from 2021, okay? Mm-hmm. The, what this fella is saying is that if you inject 300 million into this, right, it can provide 15,000 jobs. That's yes. 15,000 families that could uh, potentially be affected by this. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's something that should should have a spotlight on it, as, as in yeah. don't look at it as though it's you're legalising a drug. Think of it that as in you're providing 15,000 jobs for people yeah. around the country. Um, you're providing a way to ex- you kind of like escape poverty, I suppose, as well, because you're giving some yeah. sort of a wage. You know, I could be talking through me hole here, but I genuinely no, no, think no, that's no, a great I idea. I agree. And yeah, I'll take this... it one step further again in terms of the government, who are severely yeah. down on our income, obviously, due to COVID-19. We haven't had as much income because we've been in because Ireland has been in lockdown for fucking half the year. If you legalize yeah. cannabis and make that an actual industry, our government could be making hundreds of millions a year based off of that industry. Yes, yeah. but when you look when you look at like countries like Amsterdam, think of the tourists countries that go there like Amsterdam. for the weed. Or countries countries. Are, okay. <laughs> no, no, you're done. done. You're done, done, mate. You're done. I've I've flopped it. I've flopped it. Country countries <laughs> like on, uh, countries like the Netherlands who have places yes. like Amsterdam. Think of the people <laughs> who just go there for smoking joints. They don't yes. go to see the. They don't go there to see the windmills, the Van Gogh Museum. They go there to smoke joints. Yeah, and but could right, you imagine mate, just the amount of no, no, I was just going to say, like, that's it, exactly. Imagine, as well, the fucking potential that has in terms of your advertising and your marketing of the country. Hey, lads, yeah. come to the green country and smoke the best weed <laughs> possible. It's fucking <laughs> yeah. right there, you bunch of idiots, like. And Honestly, like, it's right we, there. We have such good soil for it as well, because it rains so much. The soil is so rich in minerals, It'll grow yeah. like literally the best fucking weed. <laughs> the only thing is, is the is the is the heat, the climate. That's the only thing that I yeah, would say would yeah, be the bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it would probably have to be done through grow up, like um, done in greenhouses or something along the lines. Yeah. But like, mate, there's so many fucking opportunities there. There's so many opportunities. Yeah. 
But I, I but think that frustrates me about it is uh, all of this is that the seeds are illegal. Are the seeds are legal? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you could buy the seeds, but don't you dare fucking plant them in your back garden. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Like that's it, exactly. So like you can you can buy <laughs> seeds here. You can buy seeds here. Perfectly fine. Not about them. You can't do anything with them, but you can buy them. You can also yeah. CBD, which is cannabis oil, is completely legal here. It's completely legal as long as it's below 0.2% THC. You walk into any yeah, health food store. You you walk into any health food store in Ireland. You can buy that. You can actually buy little bags of CBD to smoke. But the second yeah. there's more than 0.2% THC, ban it. Gone. It's done. Illegal. What the fuck? It's illegal. Where yeah. is the just... fucking sense? Like, literally, it's just one of them things that you just look at the Irish government, you know, like Micheál Martin or Leo Faradkar, whoever's in charge, and you're just going, there's yeah, a whole yeah. industry that you could completely capitalise on literally. and just send your economy through the roof. Yeah. You know. I have another point here that I want to speak on. I'm not sure if this is known. I'm not sure if you know this. You might have it in your research as well. But... In Ireland currently, because it's such an illegal thing, I don't know what way I'm trying to say that, but because it's illegal, that obviously means that it's either going to be imported, like weed is going to be either imported or grown in Ireland illegally, okay? Yeah. Important costs, important costs too much money. It costs too much money and it's far yeah. too risky trying to get it across international lines. So then it's grown. Yeah. Okay, so it's grown in Ireland by Irish Asian and Polish gangs, right? This is, I'm not making any of this up. This is all from the journal, right? The journal that I eat, a yeah. very reputable source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these people, these gangs, they have grow houses and these are usually filled with foreign nationals who have been a part of human trafficking to be brought into Ireland. They sometimes don't even know they're in Ireland. When a grow house gets raided, what? it's the people who are arrested for growing the plants, even though it's against their wills. There Seriously? Quote, something from the journal. That's the state of weed in Ireland. But the government don't want to do it. That's fucked up, man. I didn't know that. That is the state of how weed is grown in Ireland, of cannabis culture in Ireland. The fact that shit like that is happening, people are being brought in against their wills and potentially ending up in prison when a grow house gets busted because they're the ones who are growing the plants, even though they don't know. Firstly, sometimes they don't know where they are. They don't know where they are. They don't speak the language. And then they're going to prison. (laughs) Could you imagine right? You're going to a different country for a better opportunity, right? And then all of a sudden, you just like, you're plonked in like a, a cannabis, an illegal cannabis grow house in somebody's yeah. roof in Tala or wherever it is, like I don't know, <laughs> and you're told, right, this, this is your job now, um, I'm not going to tell you where you are, you, your family don't know where you are, and this is you, and this is your life now. How scary yeah. would that be? How That's terrifying it. would that be for, for them people? But you want to know, it's actually something that, like, you just, like, you'd, you'd assume this happens in Dublin, just because, you know, it's Dublin, there's more chance of something Dublin, like this happening. Yeah, yeah this article, because it's the capital, like, this article was about Galway. This happens in Galway. What? Galway, the fucking furthest left of fucking Ireland. Like, what the fuck's going on in Galway? Nothing. And they're Galway, fucking when I think houses. of Galway... When I think of Galway, I just think of extremely nice people and great memories. I don't think of that at all. <laughs> well, now you're going to think of grow houses. Yeah. There you go. When I, when I, when I go to Galway next, I'll just go try and find myself a grow house. That's it. Go at some, go at some time when it's after snowing and look at the roofs. See what you can see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 
want to talk a little bit about attitudes in Ireland, about cannabis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go for it. Go for it. So, in 2016, there, there was a study that was conducted, and it found that 39.3% of 15 to 18-year-olds use cannabis. First of all, like, me personally, even though, like I said earlier on, that I, I started when I was about 16, you know, yeah. f- 15, is that a bit young? I don't know. I feel like there's a big difference between 15 and 16 for a start. Yeah, but I'm not surprised that 15-year-olds would be smoking. It's younger as well, man. It's definitely younger. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's true. But they also said that they felt that there was low risk uh, of mental or physical health issues from smoking cannabis as well. Um, Yeah. But the the general gist from GPs and... um, medical professionals believe that rec- it shouldn't be legal for recreational use but like we said before there is definitely a place for medicinal marijuana um in yeah. this country yeah um, get we to that like, point and we then, we, then we come back yeah yeah that that's what that's what the public have been saying as well there a lot of interviews that i've seen um believe that the public said that cannabis and weed should be legal medicinally but it's a completely different argument whether it should be recreational or not that's that's yeah. something that um that's something that's a little bit further down the road and we both said that as well it's yeah. something to yeah. talk about in the future i was listening to a woman on news talk and this is like a 50 year old woman so it just shows that it's not just young people using it people are actually using it for health benefits and just even just to relax man because yeah i haven't had a joint since moving over since okay. i moved to the uk i have not smoked a spliff and this woman turned around and was like i have back pain i have knee pain um i was falsely diagnosed with um scoliosis i can't pronounce the word i was falsely yeah. diagnosed with it and so i was on all these different pills nothing was working um and when i get home after work I would smoke a joint, not only to help me with my pain, but to just a genuine relax, like like a bottle of wine sort of thing. Like, you know, instead of having yeah. a few drinks, I'd yeah. have a few J's and yeah, yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. Um, no, 100%. What that woman was also saying is the fact that she couldn't get her head around. And um, the fact that you can't buy spliff legally or you can't buy weed legally, but yet you can go down to a pub and get scaldy off um, a heap of pints until the barman says that you've had enough, Um, and that then you can buy a pack of fags from the shop across the road um, that give you lung cancer. So you can go out and you can get lung cancer from smoking, you can get liver failure from drinking, kidney failure from drinking, stomach cancer from drinking, but yet you can't go and buy something that is medically proven to combat them all. Yeah. That's what she she couldn't get her head around. Yeah. um, Me me neither. Me neither. And... I don't think, I think there's a lot of people who can't get their heads around that. Just because, like what you've said, like alcohol is, alcohol is such a bad fucking substance, like, you know, like. Yeah, it ruins lives, It ruins lives. 
Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. Like, like me and you, right? Me and you, we're, we're pals. We, we're obviously chatting away here. Me and you could sit in a room and have alcohol, depending, you know, on what happens, what happens in the conversation. Me and you could go for a scrap over pints. Yeah. We would never, yeah. we would never get in a scrap over a giant. Yeah. Do I don't think I mean? we'd get in a scrap anyway, Jerry, you know. But I get what no, you're I'm, saying. I'm too soft. I'm I too hope soft I wouldn't get in a scrap with you. No, I'm too soft personally. But I feel like, you know, other people definitely could. Like, people, numerous people drink and they get aggressive. Like, you see it outside every fucking club yeah. in, in Ireland, in the UK, whatever. Someone's having a giant, yeah. they're sitting in. They're sitting in, they're, they're glued to the couch, having the banter. And they're not hurting nobody. Just something that just came to me. This is something that I watched years ago. It, do you know Vice? Do you watch Vice? Vice? No. Yeah, like Vice documentaries on YouTube and stuff. They oh, do, all right. They, um, I've watched like one or two of them. Yeah, I don't keep up with YouTube much. Yeah, the, the, there's like one where he goes to the Amazon to find the the frog that you lick and you get like messed up. <laughs> nice. Like, you know, nice, okay. Psychiatric, psychiatric frog or something. But this one, yeah. he went to Dublin. And he met up with this guy and he was blindfolded and put into like this taxi um, with this fella. And they drove around Dublin and like he the, the fella was like, I could feel the fact that we were driving in the radius of about a kilometre. But it felt okay. as though we were driving about, you know, 30 kilometres. He was just right. weaving in and out of the road. So he genuinely had no clue where he was. OK, okay. then he brought them into some like underground club or something like that in dublin and it was a grow house it was a grow house but it was also like a joint pub so they had like different strains of weed they had pre-rolls they had edibles they had resins for like your um your vape if if anybody who's listening can like figure what that um what that documentary was i'd love to see that again because it was really interesting and it was like only my friends and um, like a few people that have stumbled across it and are sound enough um, come in and know who we are. So it's not as if oh, that, like, right. it's just open doors. It's just like, yeah, yeah, it's you know, very, very close to the chest. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's hush hush. But um, yeah, that, course, yeah, I just like, remember yeah, that like actually. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I have really a question cool. for you, right? I just thought of what, what is your relationship with weed? My relationship, ah, oh, yeah. it would be, so, like I said, through college, I smoked it a lot, and I did become an addict, I, I, like, I was, I was, it was, I was reliant on it, sort of thing, Um, I yeah. couldn't go through a day, unless, if I did, unless I smoked a joint, and, okay, um, I, now, in terms I was, of, in terms of that, were you, were you reliant, or were you addicted, because, like, addiction is kind of when it's affecting your life, in a way, like, it's kind of stopping you doing things. Well, like I didn't. Or were you I just like, oh, I couldn't to... sleep? Well, I didn't have money to. Um, I didn't have money to necessarily. I, I I could do the shop. I could do the weekly shop, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, you know, I I would have three hundred and fifty in my bank account, and that's for rent. But I'd take yeah. fifty out of that to have a bag, and I'd easily decide to fall back on my rent just so I could. Um, just so yeah. I could get a bag of weed, yeah, like for sure. I get you. Right, I get you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Close so to addiction, addiction, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, kind of that grey area before. Yeah. It. Um, but then since I met my partner, um, I've definitely I used to okay. smoke it quite often before I moved over, but I could manage it. 
Um, if I went three or four days without a joint, I'd I'd miss a smoke. I'd want a smoke really, really bad, yeah. but I wouldn't have gone out of my way or um, put my rent at risk or my livelihood at risk to get a bag. Um, yeah, similar, similar nowadays, to how, like, oh, after a long work week, you're like, oh, I'd love a pint. It's like, oh, I'd love a joint. Yeah, 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 yeah. But even even just like after a bad day at work, I'd be like, oh, you know, it's a Tuesday. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go get a bag. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I get you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but nowadays, because I work at a school in England, oh, such bullshit. I can only have it on a, like, what do you call it? On um school holidays. So I don't like have it from, yeah, a midterm. So like next week is midterm. And my God, I cannot wait <laughs> because, um, I don't, I don't smoke it anymore. I eat it. And yeah, I think. There's a few people that would agree with me that eating it is just so much better than smoking it, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, smoking it, you're just instantly high, um, and then it wears off after about 45 minutes to an hour. But yeah. when you eat it, it doesn't kick in for about two hours, and you're high for about three. Yeah. You know, and it's uh, it's just amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm kind of getting a little bit excited for this. <laughs> oh, well, well, for your it. next, for your next edible. For my next, for my next yum yum. Oh, nice, nice. Um, what about you? What's your relationship with it? Like I said, I didn't start smoking until maybe second year of college. Um, smoked a good bit during second year of college, me and my roommate. And then the summer after my second year of college, every weekend, like I wasn't, I wasn't like I put a lot of money into it, but I was in no way addicted. Um, I didn't have any real reason for my money. Like you know, it's not like I had to pay rent. It's not like I had a car, so I was just making money. Yeah. And I was like, right, I'm either going to buy clothes, games, or weed. So I did yeah. a lot of smoking that summer. Um, I also just went off to drink. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bad on the drink, so I went off to drink. Like not bad with a relationship. I just can't fucking drink. So I went off to drink, and I was like, I'll smoke now instead. Um, so I smoked all that summer and then I went back to college. I met my partner and I stopped smoking and I went back to college and then I didn't smoke for all of, nearly all the third year and nearly all the fourth year in college either. I said, um, I said I'd kind of stay away from all sorts of substances and just get my fucking degree and just focus on getting my degree. So I did that. Now I'm here in Spain, picked up smoking again then after, after I finished college, just had my phone with it. I'm in Spain now, living here, and the law in Spain is weed isn't illegal. It's, yeah. it, but it's it, it's also not decriminalized. It's like it's it's illegal. If you get in caught a sense. with it, you'll you'll suffer some sort of consequence. But yeah, you can yeah. Throw like it in if if, if I'm yeah yeah if I'm out smoking on the street, I I'm gonna get like picked up. But how yeah. the how it's written into Spanish law is there's kind of a loophole that says basically. If it's in your house, do what the fuck you want. You can grow it in your house. I think yeah. up to like two plants. You can grow it in your house. You can smoke in your house. As long as it's behind closed doors, you're grand. So I have weed here yeah. and I, I grow it, I smoke it. And um, so me and, me and my it. girlfriend, we, uh, yeah, well, for legal reasons, yeah. Um, what? Not really, but yeah. No, not really. But oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do for legal reasons. Um, so I'm not breaking any laws. And then uh, my partner, she's in a school currently, so we don't smoke during the week. Yeah. And then we'll smoke a bit at the weekend. So 
I have a fairly, I have a fairly good relationship good. with it at the minute. I, I have the exact same relationship with weed as I would with drink. You know, I wouldn't drink during the week because I'm, I'm a creative and I feel like the drink affects my creative, my creativeness. And I feel like the, the weed's the same. It just kind of slows me down. It just kind of does me up a bit. So I wait till the weekend, have a couple of joints, have it lovely, lovely stuff. Yeah. But that's yeah, how it should be. I think the the next step after it becoming legal medicinally, and the yeah. next step after that will be if if you can you can smoke whatever weed you want, um, it has yeah. to be this amount. Uh, if you're caught with it outside, it's going to be this punishment. Yeah, but you just you just keep it in your house. That's it. Just keep smoke it in your house. In your house. No, no, yeah, no selling. Keep it in your house for personal use and then nobody's going to have a problem with you. If it was brought in, yeah. simple as that, you'd be fucking flying. You'd be flying. But, like, yeah, you can, buy it from, you can buy it from these people who are licensed to sell it. You will then be, you know, you, you can't smoke it on the street. You can't smoke it in smoking areas. Um, yeah. But you just smoke it in your house and then the next step after that will be complete recreational use. Yeah, precisely. Precisely. So that's um, that's where we're at. Yeah, Jerry, that right. was fun. Um, yeah, that was good. I enjoyed that. I think we were pretty educational, and I think we gave our opinions pretty pretty well. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Thanks for listening, lads. We really appreciate it. If you have any questions, comments, or and to add about today's podcast, get on to us on our socials. We'd absolutely love to hear from you guys. We're Insta Paddies on Instagram and Paddies Tweet on Twitter. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care, lads. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, lads. We really appreciate it. If you have any questions, comments, or and to add about today's podcast, get on to us on our socials. We'd absolutely love to hear from you guys. We're Insta Paddies on Instagram and Paddies Tweet on Twitter. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care, lads. Bye-bye.